Robin said, uh, have a real affinity with um, farming. Uh, my early years were spent on a dairy farm and, and I can't, still can't get over the, the challenge that there is in, in milk production in this country. So please pray for farmers. Anyway, our theme is, is fruitfulness and bearing fruit. So I want to read a short passage from the Bible. This is about Jesus. Jesus is talking in the Gospel of John chapter 15. And I just want to read, this is what Jesus says. He says, I am the true vine, and the Father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit, while every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes so that it will be even more fruitful. You are already clean because of the word I've spoken to you. Remain in me as I remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the, in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. I am the vine. You are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. If you do not remain in me, you are like a branch that is thrown away and withers. Such branches are picked up and thrown into the fire and burned. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. This is my Father's glory, that you bear much fruit, showing yourself to be my disciples. So it's not unusual for us to use the growing analogy. Jesus uses the garden analogy, and he talks about it. It's a good subject for us, isn't it, really, to look at harvests in that way. Jesus is describing a healthy relationship between human beings and their God through Jesus. And the starting point is that disciples belong to Jesus for the new life. So the analogy the Bible often talks about is a, is a twig or a branch being grafted into a root. I, I spent some time working in South America and over there they often grow oranges. Now the soil doesn't suit orange trees. I know they grow oranges and the soil does it well. So what they do is they put a root from a lime tree into the soil and before it buds in any way at all they graft in an orange tree branch. So you get oranges from a lime root. That's clever isn't it? That's, that's clever. And so in that sense that whole grafting in goes on. So that's where we're going to start and I want to just introduce you to a very important character in my life. So I want you to introduce you to, this is my chili plant. <laughs> Say hello to my chili plant. Hello, this is, this is my chili. Now, for those of you who know about me, I'm somebody who grows things. I am not somebody who grows things. I have what are known as brown fingers. So the idea that there's actually a chili plant with a chili on it is really a thing of substance. So remember folks, you saw this. But the starting point is this, good fruit needs good root. Good fruit 
needs good fruit. In another place in the Bible, Jesus says this, good trees produce good fruit, and bad trees produce bad fruit. And he wasn't even talking about trees. Because what's in the root determines how healthy everything else is. Determines how healthy everything else is. And that's our life, isn't it? That so often in our lives, what is our root isn't working. So we make lots of plans. We have lots of hopes and dreams and then they don't happen. Or they, they start and then they fall apart. When we look inside, we see a mixture of things in ourselves. Probably we wouldn't want anybody to know what our secret thoughts and feelings and cravings are. We wouldn't want there to be a microphone on our head so that people could hear what really goes inside us. We wouldn't want that because in our root, it's not good. But Jesus has given us the opportunity to have a new clean root, a new clean root. So instead of us, we can be cut off from our damaged root and grafted in like those orange trees in Guyana into a root that is Jesus they can fix it. He has the power to take things away. We can have that confidence in good root, Jesus being the good root. But more than that, good fruit grows on good shoots. So good fruit needs good roots. But good fruit grows on strong shoots. Now, you can probably see on this plant, there are several shoots, but only one fruit. Now, I am doing this poor plant an injustice because there was one other chili. So there is one other shoot here that's actually done its job as well. But there are shoots that are not producing fruit. They are not producing fruit. They're good shoots, or they appear to be, but in fact, in the end, no fruit. Now, I know if we were getting really technical and all you horticulturalists around would say, yes, but the leaves are still bringing in light. And uh, it's, an, it's an analogy. It's not the thing. So, but what I'm saying is that the shoot is there. And this is a challenge, especially for all of us, is what we produce in our lives is based on what we feed it with and how well fed it is. So in the end of the day, if we are asked to think clearly, but all we feed ourselves is hassle and agitation and panic and so on, then we, we aren't able to think clearly. If we, if we are looking to have a balanced life, but we allow ourselves to be fed on what the media says or on Facebook or that friend that's very manipulative or we follow other people's views, then what we're feeding our fruit on through our shoot is weak, it's poor. Now, God provided us with His Word. And really, the idea is that that should have preeminence. But what I find, and I don't know about you, is that it can be 10 minutes God's Word and six days 
23 hours, 50 minutes of everybody else's influence. You know, it, it, there, are, there are technical devices which are there to feed into our minds. There are friends and family who have their own agendas. There are employees and employers who want, who want to, to manipulate. If we allow these things to have power, we are feeding, and what will happen is the fruit we produce is that. But Jesus, on the other hand, provides us with good fruit. Good fruit. What we are warned is this, though. If our shoots aren't producing fruit, then God cuts it back. Cuts it back so it can produce. I have an apple tree. My apple tree produces lots of branches, only some of which have fruit on them. And you cut them back, you get rid of all the nonsense so that it can produce fruit. So, good fruit needs good roots. Good fruit needs strong shoots. But finally, good fruit is substance over looks. So, now, this, is, this looks like a small chinny. But substance over looks can be something very deceptive. And how prone are we to substance overlooks? That the thing looks big. It looks fantastic. It looks shiny. It looks new. It looks at a bargain price. But in fact, it isn't of any substance at all. What a fantastic banana. Yes, I know it's huge, isn't it? Yeah. But it's not much good. It's not much good. Now, substance overlooks, I tell you, I've been telling a couple of people about this. This is the second chili plant I've grown. Now, don't get me wrong, I'm not a producer of chili plants. The other one was just happened to be. I had no idea what it was. I knew it was a chili plant, but I don't know what kind of chili. The last chili plant I had, I pickled the chilies. And they are so hot. I'm serious, they are so hot that if you make three pints of curry and put a teaspoon of the vinegar that the chilies are in, you can't eat it. <laughs> it's that hot. And I want you to know, ladies and gentlemen, that is the kind of substance I want to be as a Christian. <laughs> I want substance over looks. But, but think how much there is in the world that tells us that we should chase after things. Chase after things that are made to look attractive. They're deliberately made to look attractive. But think about the things that are not real. The things that are not real. The politicians who promise things that they can't deliver. Think about that, the friends that let you down. The employers that lie. The employees that steal. The lovers who cheat. The family who hurt. They all look good to begin with. But that isn't substance. Underneath, there's nothing. But Jesus is the opposite. Jesus can give us what we want. Fruit that is proper. In the Bible, it means character. Faithfulness, gentleness, forgiveness. No resentful. No need for that baggage. Self-control in the face of provocation or temptation. All of this we can have. We can produce good fruit. 
So people look and they see the root, and they see the root is good. They see that it's Jesus. People can see the shoot, and they can see it's strong and healthy, and what is flowing through it is good things. When the person opens their mouth, what comes out is helpful. It builds people up. It doesn't break them down. And finally, the fruit that's there is of real substance. And that's what we want to do. I have to say, I know quite a lot about farmers, and I really do go along with David's analogy. Three televisions, no soap. I think that sounds like farmers to me. Um, in, your tri- in your tractor. Um, it's, it, but there's a thing. I, I'm, I like the analogy, by the way. But just there's the thing. If all we do is, is absorb everything that's outside and there's nothing available to keep us clean, then what we end up producing is poor fruit. We are the ones who are full of bitterness and resentment, disappointment, blaming other people, wondering why our lives aren't what they are. The bottom line is the Bible has never, ever, ever promised that life is easy or good. Life is a challenge. Life is difficult. That is life. Farming is difficult. The Bible says right at the very beginning, when man fell and nature, as John said, was broken, said you will make your food by the sweat of your brow. What happens is our lives go wrong and it's God's fault. Funnily enough, our lives go well and it's our doing. I've never quite worked that equation out. But the bottom line is, good or bad, that's life. What we need to be doing, like with soil, like with difficult seasons, is we have to produce good fruit in the face, and we can only do that with Jesus. So if you don't know Jesus, let me introduce you to him today. He can put right what is wrong and make you fruitful. If you do know Jesus, but what is traveling through the shoots is not producing the fruit that you want, that it actually looks over substance, then again, let us pray with you, because we, God can put that right. He can prune it out, make it all work out. That's what we can do. So please, Don't leave without Jesus giving you fruit today. Let's just pray. Father God, we thank you. We thank you that your word is substance, that it's solid, that people look and it doesn't give um, instant, um, glossy, um, superficial entertainment. But Lord, underneath is the word of life and the word of truth. Lord, we thank you for Jesus, that he died, that we might be saved, that he can turn our lives around. Not so the world round about us changes, but so how we deal with it changes. But Lord, above everything, that beyond that, we can have hope beyond death. Lord, just thank you for it. We bless you for the harvest that is your church. We pray you bless it and make it grow. In Jesus' name, amen.